0: on Apple Podcasts, or
1: wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right.
3: Today's show is pre recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all about. don't know y'all better ask somebody. You know, yeah, yeah. Hat on, hat on,
4: suit on, suit looking like the crap dog, giving them all. Calls, like the, the million lo- bucks, bucks, things in its cub. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me, who could it be for Steve Hart. Oh, yeah. yeah. Listen to me. Put your hands together for Steve Hart. Put your hands together. Oh, oh not Turn them out. Come on, Steve. Come,
5: Come on. Do your thing, big daddy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Ha <laughs> Got a radio show. You know, today I was thinking of uh What I would say today, and and it just dawned on me this way, and I just want to share this with everybody listening. You've got to get some help to make it through life. I cannot imagine where I would be if it was not for the help of my God, if it wasn't for his grace and mercy. If I did not have the ability to lean on him in all the times I've had to lean on him, which has become a daily basis, I have no idea where I would be. But clearly, I know for a matter of fact, I would not be here today. You have got to get some help to get through this thing called life. I am begging you to look into it, man. You've got to form a relationship with God. Without a relationship with God, this thing called life is daunting at times. I don't care who you are. I know I'm speaking the truth right now because, listen, no matter who you are, what job title you have, what aspirations you may have. I don't care what your educational background is or is not. It does not matter. If you don't get a real relationship going on with God, I don't see how you can make it. So many people are faking and fronting out here like they got it going on and you don't know. And you really don't know. How many people that you think in your neighborhood had it going on because you saw a car pull up in the driveway or their house looked bigger or the grass is cut nicer and you only find out that a foreclosure sign on their house too? See, you don't know. The mask that people put on to parade around in is for appearance sakes. So a lot of people you looking at that you think got it going on, who might be the pattern of success that you want to trace. You got to be real careful with that because it may not be as it appears to be. But one thing is for sure, no matter what's going on in your life, I know that behind whatever mask I'm wearing or I realize, that no matter what the appearances may be, that on the other side of me, I'm going to be just fine. See, you may be outwardly people hating on you, talking about you, dragging your name through the mud. Look, man, people can say stuff about you. Most people talking about you don't even know you. They just participating in it. You can have that appearance going on. But behind you, within you, if you have a relationship with God, it don't matter. Because you can be all right. I've seen it get real stormy on the outside for me. But on the inside, I just had the feeling I was going to be all right. See, that's what the relationship gives you, man. It gives you the confidence to know that the things that you're going through are temporary. That it's just a space that you happen to be in. Like I said the other day, you got to remember something. The road to success is always under construction. You might as well get ready for that. If you're planning on changing, getting better, doing something about your health, if, if you decide, hey, look, I just would like to live a longer, more prosperous life, or hey, I want to make X amount of dollars, or hey, man, I'm going to stop staying out in these streets and I'm going to come home and treat my family the way they ought to be treated. I don't care what decision you make. When you strike out on that road to success, it's under construction, partner. There's barrels out there. There's wide turns. There's detours. You know, it's it's men out there holding signs saying slow down. Sometimes they put the stop sign up. You got to wait and watch people go by you on the other side then before you can take off again. You've all been on the road with construction on it. It can be so frustrating. And the whole time you're on that road, I know when I'm on the road with under construction. I'm always thinking of an alternative path. I ain't ever set in traffic under construction, man, and thought of if I get off on this exit, where would it take me? Not knowing, but just, man, could I keep moving if I go that way? That's a dangerous thing sometimes, see? Because oftentimes when we get off the road of success and we take that other path, we get further and further off course. Cause wasn't no detour sign for that? Just a decision I made on my own. Cause I don't like sitting here. Sometimes I don't have the patience I ought to have. So I've taken some, what I thought might be shortcuts, but I got to tell you something, ain't no shortcuts on the road to success. Even the detour signs wind up taking you a little bit out your way and loop back around. I remember one time I was coming from Las Vegas and, uh, there was an, uh, some type of chemical spill in a truck. And, um, uh, you could almost see the smoke up ahead. It very faint. So they detoured us through the desert, and we had to go all the way around. And I drove, man, like an hour and a half out of the way. And when they entered us back on the freeway where we were to go back to L.A., soon as I got at that exit to get back on the freeway, I looked right there, and there the accident was. Now... It was an hour and a half, an hour 45 all the way around in that desert to get back to almost the same place. But it was the best way to go because, see, that was the route to take. And that's what you got to understand about trying to make the right decision to be successful, that the road to success is always under construction. You're going to have to go around a little bit. So quit stop being impatient with, I don't want to go around. I'm going to go this way. You go that way if you want to. Just follow the detour signs. See, because somebody that came up this road before, you have. Somebody done traveled the road already and they took the way around. And yeah, it seemed like it's a longer way and you want to make that other decision. But stay on the road to success. It's under construction, man. That's just the way it goes. Don't lose your patience and try to create a shortcut for yourself. I'm going to go away. Ain't nobody ever gone. Wait, hold up, partner. You really think you finna do that? Listen, there's oftentimes a lot of rewards when you go the least travel path. But the road to success is the least travel path. That's what you keep getting mixed up. You keep thinking if you go another way, no, no, stay on the road to success. That is the least travel path. It's under construction. You can go out there with your your machete if you want to, talking about cutting new trails. You think the road to success is under construction. Take the other route and get that machete out and see how long you be out there trying to cut a path. Sometimes, man, you, you just got to stay patient. The road to success has been traveled before by millions of people in front of you. Everybody that has some setbacks in life. But don't get off the road to success just because you having some setbacks, just because you see some orange barrels up, just because there's some men out there with vests on. What that got to do with you? Everybody, everybody that's trying to be successful is on that road. Your relationship with God helps you Guide yourself around the barrels. It helps you have the patience to go around that away. He going to get you back where you got to be, but you got to go out there so you can learn some things. See, you need God to make it in life because the road to success is always under construction. He calms you down when the barrels is up. He lets you know it's going to be all right. He rewards you with the patience to finish because he's going to get you right back where you need to be and you can get on with where you was going. Okay, all right, Joe, we're going to try that today.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, let's get it on. It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. (laughs) Hey, man, let me tell y'all something. I cannot tell you how 2022 is going for me simply by waking up every single morning with nothing to start my day except gratitude. I don't check no texts. I don't look at my email, I don't, uh, I don't care about, don't even, if you know me, you know not to email me anyway. I don't do none of that. Look man, I wake up and just start thanking him. And I go down the list, And 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 you ain't gotta worry about it getting redundant, cause it's the same grateful things to be grateful for, it's just a new way to look at it. Like if you wake up today, don't you know that's a bigger opportunity than waking up yesterday? What? That's a big gift, man. You ought to thank him. I'm just trying to tell you. Welcome to 2022 and make your 2022 go a lot better with starting off each morning with gratitude. Now, Junior, what's on your mind?
1: <laughs> unc, let me ask you something. And you know I me, mean, just talking to you is always fun, unc. I just got a question. I just want to know this, because I know I got messed up, but uh, how many whoopers you think you got behind lines?
5: <laughs> how many why? whippings I got from my parents for lying.
1: Yeah, why you breathe like that?
5: Well, cause anytime I was gone, if I thought I was gonna get a whooping, I, I, that was a lie, cause I had to tell you something to try to fend it off. I knew why you called me in and I heard the accusation. <laughs> but if you if you talking to me and it, yeah. your conversation has the tone that this could be a ass whooping, I have to start lying at this point. Because obviously, you brought me in here for some truth. You've called me in here for some truth. Boy, you didn't see them street lights come on. Boy, didn't I tell you to go out, not to go out in that street? Boy, I thought I said don't play on them steps. Boy, did you throw that rock through that window? Boy, didn't I tell you not to climb up in that tree? Boy, didn't I tell you to mop down them steps while we was gone? Boy, did not tell you to rake them leaves before you went out to play. Boy, did not tell you not to throw that football over there by Miss Johnson's house no more. All these, all these. Once you bought me in and had a tone of accusation to it, nah, I gots to lie. I gots to lie because I already know. I already know. And so now, my parents, being the brilliant people that they were, they knew lies because I didn't know how to tell him at first. Like, I don't know if you can see this on Zoom, but, like, this is how I would start all my lies. Boy, didn't I tell you not to throw that football by Miss Johnson's house? I got to look off because I would <laughs> yeah. search for the lie. I would look right or left because I got to look for this lie that I'm going to tell. So I had to learn over the years, laser beam focus, hold your eyes still, lie, don't blink, don't swallow. I had techniques to line And so I turned yeah. into one of the top liars in the country because of that. But I would, to answer your question, how many ass wounds I done took for lying? Yeah. Uh, probably, about, probably about 1,100.
8: <laughs> 1,100? Okay,
7: that's nothing to be proud of, Steve.
5: Well, uh, I'm just trying up... to answer the question truthfully about 1,100. <laughs> Might be a little coming... short.
7: Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, <laughs> the nephew would run that prank back <laughs> right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, guys, it is time now for the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev?
8: Um, I got papers on that man. I got papers on that man. Cat dog, if you would.
9: Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach, uh Uh, is this Phyllis?
10: Yes, it is. Who am I speaking to?
9: Hi, right, Phyllis. This is this is John down at the job. I work out here with Clem, your husband, Clem. Clem? Oh,
10: okay. Yeah. Okay. How are
9: you? I'm good. He slipped and fell today. What? And uh, he hurt himself. Uh, uh, he got he was a little shaken up here at the job.
10: So what happened?
9: What do you, what do you, what happened? Well, I I think he he he, he definitely pulled something in his back. But, okay. uh, we, um... Now, now who are you now?
10: I'm his wife. I'm, I'm my Phyllis.
9: You're, you're, you're Phyllis?
10: That's right. That's correct.
9: Okay. Cause we got listed that his wife is Janice. And we tried to call her earlier, but we didn't get yeah. an answer.
10: I'm his wife. So I'm his wife. I don't know. Janice. Who the hell is Janice?
9: Janice is who he has listed for contact when, when uh, when it's emergency contact or something should happen. No, y'all,
10: must, you know, y'all got that mixed up. Y'all must have mixed that up somehow. He wouldn't have put no, no damn Janice as his wife. I'm his wife, feel it. So I don't know who who messed up, but that ain't right. I'm the wife.
9: Okay, well, it has her listed as the wife and call her as a contact if something goes wrong.
10: Well, I don't know what to tell you because I'm his wife now. I don't, I don't know who messed up. Oh, oh, putting
9: hold, hold on one second. Let me let me click over one second Another call coming. Yeah. Just give me one second. Okay. Janice on the doggone. What the hell I? Okay, that was Janice. What? She said she she's going to come out to the job so you don't have to no, worry about No, hold
10: on, hold up. No, I'm coming out to the job. I'm his wife. I don't know who no Janice is but y'all need to get it straight because I'm his well
9: she says so she's I'm gonna coming. she's gonna she's she says she's
10: gonna come and take him to the doctor. No, she ain't going to so no sir. I'm his wife. I'm taking him. Y'all you don't let you don't release my husband to nobody. I'm his freaking wife. So y'all need
9: well, to straighten y'all down. Janice says she'll be right here in ten minutes, well,
10: man. I, right. I bet y'all be there in ten minutes too, and I bet y'all better not release my husband to nobody. I'm his white. I don't know who no Janice is, but y'all need to get that straight. I'm on my what way. If you tell Janice, if she beat me there, tell hold up, sister. Produce some, some oh. marriage certificate papers or something. They'll tell her to produce that. I got the papers on that
9: man. Okay, well, I'm just saying, uh, Janice is, she, he does have her on the list, man, so I can't I really.
10: What do you have on the list, sir? I don't give a what's on the list. Well, why would.
9: Yeah, her name paying. on the list, ma'am. Why would her name be above your name on the list?
10: You know what? I'm not finna play this little ring around the rosie with you. I got papers on that man, so you better best, y'all best hold up until I get there in case y'all want some more problems.
9: I'm gonna release him to Dennis as soon as she gets there. You?
10: Sir, you better not release my husband and know about it. All y'all must be laid out on the floor, so I'm gonna tell you right now, if my husband don't fall when I get there, it's gonna be some full-blown going down so you best just wait till i get there this is a bunch of bullshit, but it's gonna end when i get down mama on her way i got to hang up with you i ain't got time to play with you either so i'm on my way because she's gonna answer for this bullshit. janice might get a beat down and your ass gonna get the business if my husband ain't there can
9: oh, oh, you oh, hear me? Oh. Your head? I, I hear you. I
10: hear you, ma'am. I, hey, to... I ain't got time to be going back and forth with you playing ring around the road. I'm a grown-ass woman. I got you to go. I seem like I got some business to take care of over there.
9: Okay, well, well what am I supposed to do with Janice?
10: Like I said, you tell that to hold the up. I'm on my way. She's trying to represent like she me. That trying to be me. Okay, then I'm what right. do you want me to tell, tell that to her wife. What what do you what do you want me to tell Tommy? Who Tommy? I don't even know no Tommy. Who Tommy? That's me, baby. This
9: is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey morning show. Your husband Slimmit oh. got me to prank
10: phone call oh. you. <laughs> okay. Y'all are full of s***, okay? Y'all are full fully I'm gonna kick all y'all. Hold <laughs> on, you, you tell me you stay your ass over there. I ain't got trying to play with y'all like this. I'm, I'm trying to get my work
9: done. I'm gonna kick all y'all asses. Hey, I got one more thing to ask you, baby. What's the what? baddest radio? What's the baddest radio show in the land?
7: Those three Harvey Birdman
8: shows. got papers on your man. I'm just uh,
7: Yeah, there's somewhere in the drawers.
8: Ain't this your seventh year, sir? Yeah, yeah.
7: I think it's seven. I think yeah, we just celebrated seven. Don't try to
8: confuse <laughs> I bet he know.
1: <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, I bet you not know. Yeah, he knows.
5: All men know how long they been in.
1: Come on. <laughs> what? In prison what? Down, down <laughs> to the hour
8: have. and the second.
1: Uh, <laughs> T how many you been in, T?
8: Twenty. <laughs> Jesus. In. See how you said that? Dang. June be 21, Lord have mercy. What? Heaven. 41.
5: 41 <laughs> years. Wait a minute,
7: what?
5: 41? What
7: do you mean
5: yeah. 41? 41 years. I've been married since I was 24.
7: <laughs> <laughs> you ain't.
5: <laughs> the whole damn time, time I've been married. I either been married or engaged. The entire damn time. 41 years. I want I won't time for credits served. I want <laughs> all that. You give me all my damn years in this here.
7: All right, coming up next, Ask the CLO with our Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve
6: Harvey Morning Show.
7: Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, guess who's expecting baby number eight? What? Eight. <laughs> Any right. guesses? Eight. They
8: still do eights? Yeah,
7: yeah. You sound mm-hmm. like
1: Nick Cannon or something.
7: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Nick An- Cannon. What? We'll talk about Another it. We'll talk one. about it. Another one? Mm-hmm. And a sexy new actor has been added to the Fast and Furious list. This is Fast and Furious number 10 movie. Uh, and we got to check in with Tyrese to find out how he feels about it. Uh, That's all coming up, but right now it is time for Ask the CLO. (laughs) Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building, ready for your love questions. Dorothy in L.A. writes, I'm 67 years old and my boyfriend is 69. He's got bad teeth, and most of them have been pulled out. Last week he got two more pulled on the left side, so it looks terrible. He's not at all bothered by it, but I'm ashamed. I know it's a money issue for him because his insurance is terrible. Why won't he let me help him?
5: First of all, let me help you with a couple of things. At 67 and 69, why are you using the term boyfriend? I don't even understand that. Y'all damn near 70. Uh Well... Is the term "boyfriend" coming from? Next, he ain't just started having bad teeth. When Mm-mm. you're seventy, this has been a continuous problem. He done got two more pulled out the left. What? What do you mean out of the left? The left side is them corner teeth missing. It's hard when them corner teeth is missing. That <laughs> like right there on the side where you yeah. smile, where if you smile all the way and don't nobody grin with you no more. You know, you know, people be smiling, <laughs> and then when you smile all the way and you go and you see that gap, people go, Cause man, all his teeth missing on the side. And so now you've got to help him. Cause it's an embarrassment. And it do bother him. But see, since you still let him be your boyfriend, he ain't no consequences. Yeah. So mm. now. When your man look bad, ladies, and you claim him as your man, I hate to tell you this, I didn't create this rule, but you get blamed for it, though. How she let him come out the house looking like that? Mm -hmm. Women get blamed for a lot of stuff ain't they fault, but you do get blamed for it, and there ain't no Steve Harvey rule or nothing, Uncle Steve ain't saying this, but I'd go and get his ragged-ass mouth fixed. Before we go anywhere else, we're not going to church. We're not going down here to bingo. We're not doing none of this no damn more. You get your ragged ass mouth. Shut up, everybody!
7: (laughs) All right, moving on to Keisha. Shut up,
5: everybody! Shut up, (laughs) everybody! We hear that. (laughs) Stop spitting on me. Go ahead. Shut your (laughs) damn
8: mouth.
7: (laughs) Moving on to Keisha in uh, Charlotte. Keisha says five years ago I had a threesome. With a married couple. It only happened once, and now I date their son, who's eight years younger than me. The wife called me and said her son is off limits. I told her if she called again, I'd let her son know I slept with his mama and his daddy. Would yeah. I be wrong for that?
5: Well, oh, you yeah. ain't got to worry about her calling no more. That's a damn show. <laughs> She will not put in another phone call. That was the ultimate slap threat right there. If you call me one more time, I'm going to tell him that I slept with your mama and your daddy. You ain't got to worry about her calling no damn mo. But is this
7: the only family in town,
5: though? What's happening? How small? Do y'all live in a village? Where do y'all live? Where, where Charlotte, y'all in it?
7: Charlotte.
5: Charlotte? Yeah.
7: Mm-hmm.
5: Charlotte. Oh, that's where they from?
7: Uh-huh.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
5: that must be in a subdivision because Charlotte big enough to get lost in you can have a couple people you see in in Charlotte you must live in a subdivision that's way out and y'all ain't got no cars or nothing because once you keep going back over to that family family, family. they must be cute as hell (laughs) everybody in that family cute the mama, the daddy, the little boy (laughs) (laughs)
4: lady
5: you need to move around you need to You ain't never heard the term, (laughs) spread your oats. You can spread them further.
7: (laughs) All right. Uh, Moving on to Janetta in uh, Kansas City, Missouri, who says, I went on a blind date that my cousin set up, and she said the guy used to drink a lot, but he's doing better, and he's ready to settle down. I had two glasses of wine while we were out, and he started judging me, saying I should stop at two. I wanted to call him a drunk and leave. Was I wrong for drinking?
5: Well, <laughs> wow. he's an alcoholic, mm-hmm. and he shouldn't be around the temptation, and now he's trying to be uppity. Hmm. He got a lot of damn nerve. Yeah. And, but <laughs> you, you, why did they introduce you to him?
7: <laughs> because he's doing better
5: now, and he's ready to sit down. Uh-huh. Okay, well, I bet he is. But see, you're not finna settle down with me, and then have your ass relapse, man. <laughs> I was listening to this dude that drank heavy, uh-huh. <laughs> and he he had me laughing so hard. It wasn't funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, to me it was. <laughs> I'm just <gonna> <laughs> Let me stop Crazy. that. I was laughing so hard. Uh-huh. He said, "I'm a strong ass man." Now, he drank a lot. He mm-hmm. said he's alcoholic. He said, "I'm a strong ass man." The dude said have you ever thought about going to AA? He said, AA is for quitters. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Wait a minute, man. I said, this dude right here, he done propped himself up to the point where, oh, you ever tried AA? AA is for quitters. <laughs>
7: okay, no, so that's wasn't funny. You wrong for that drinking. That's, too that's, crazy. that's her
5: no, question. No, hell no. You yeah. had two glasses of wine. Right. <laughs>
7: But he couldn't handle it, and he's judging Yeah, her. I,
5: I think I think you do. I think this should be your last date with the blind date, dude. Ain't, this, this ain't gonna work out. It ain't for you. Yeah. It's not gonna work. No. Uh.
7: Uh-uh. All right. Uh, Teresha in um, Jacksonville says, "I'm a 30 year old single mother, and I'm in a financial bind. My child's dad hasn't paid child support in a year because he's unemployed. His wife makes good money, so I told him to ask her for the money. She called me and cursed me out." If they're married, shouldn't she want to help support his child? Nope. Hmm.
5: Not at all. That's what you think. And legally, <laughs> it can't even it can't even happen legally. It's not her responsibility at all. Yeah. It's his responsibility. He made that child. You call that lady again, you're gonna get cussed out again, and harder next time. And legally, there's nothing you should do. And I don't know how you even thought. You can't get support from this woman. You nuts. You got to talk to this guy. That's on him. No.
7: Man, please. All right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
11: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other.
12: Hi, I'm Ruby, the remote receptionist who makes small businesses feel like giants. We answer all your calls live from right here in the U.S. We take messages, answer questions, route calls, and more 24-7. We do everything an in-house receptionist does, only better, because we specialize in turning every ring into a relationship. Experience Ruby for yourself and see why thousands of businesses trust us to represent them over the phone. Visit ruby.com, or better yet, call us at 844-900-R-U-B-Y. Grow your business. With Ruby.
7: Well, we want to remember uh, beautiful Chesley Christ, uh, former Miss USA, who passed away on Sunday morning after jumping from a building in Manhattan. Now, according to the NYPD, Christ, who is a native of North Carolina, was 30 years old, and was crowned Miss USA back in 2019. She worked as an attorney seeking reform of America's justice system, and she was licensed to practice law in two states. Chris also wow. uh, worked yeah, as a correspondent for Extra TV, um, and before her death on Sunday, she posted an Instagram picture of herself with the caption, may this day bring you rest and peace. Um, Steve, I know you didn't know her well, but you did get a chance to work together Uh Work with her at the Miss Universe pageant back in December.
5: Yeah, we just did uh, it. Uh, she was the correspondent alongside uh, Kelsey. Uh, 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 oh yeah, uh, Chris. Um, no,
7: uh, Grammar.
5: No, no. What's his name? I, mm-hmm. like I, like I like the guy too. Kelsey Grammar.
7: No, no. Carson no. kind of, uh, Cressley.
5: Carson Carson Cressley. They were oh. side by side, so all my tosses went to them. And, you know, we stood on stage and did the final goodbyes together. And uh, after the show, you know, we were talking with her and her mother because her mom is in her 40s, 50s. Gorgeous woman. They were standing next to her, and Marjorie was hugging, talking about hanging that sis. You know, we're in these 50s. We got to keep looking good. We was laughing. So Lori was standing there talking to her, taking pictures with her, you know. Gorgeous girl that's just upbeat, cheerful. You just never, never know. You don't. And that's mm-hmm. why, man, it's so important, man. When you call and check on people and you say, how you doing? Really find out how they doing. You mm-hmm. know, go deeper than not don't, don't just make it a superficial call. How you doing, man? I'm, I'm hanging in there, man. Hold up, dog. Whoa, 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 whoa. What you mean you're hanging in there? What's, what's happening with you? Oh, uh, you know, got a couple things. What you got, man? Let's talk about it. You know, because if you're friends with somebody, then be their friend. I'm not blaming anybody for this because you don't know, but I'm just suggesting to people that maybe when we talk to our people, our loved ones and people we care about, the next time we ask them how they doing and they say, I'm all right, you know, probe a little bit. Yeah. Probe, probe um, a little bit, you know. I
7: I have a friend that sometimes uh, when she calls, she's not, doesn't sound quite right. My, My question to her is, okay, how are you sounding right now though? You know? And then she'll just break it down. Well, blah, 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 blah. Because she'll call all chipper and everything. But then I'm like, but how are you sound? What is that in your voice I hear? You know? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's important. to. And,
5: you know, it's it. important, especially mm-hmm. for men, too, because men, we don't like, you know, like I'm, I'm, in, a, I'm in a text group with 13 brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all went to school together, man. And we all we always stayed close. And, you know, man, we check up on each other. Like, we know some of us are closer with the other ones than the other ones, or some of us, like, you know, boom, mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. So, like, I hear something somebody say, and I go, hey, man, I text the other dude separately, like, man, check on Kev, see how Kev doing. Hey, man, call Walt, man, so make sure Walt good. Hey, Walt, man, call Spade, see what's happening, cause sound like he little. And, you know, and we do all that. You know, we have uh, health seminars, we get on the, uh, a Zoom call, man, we have, like, health meetings. You know, the twelve of us just to talk about health issues and stuff. Cause all of us in our sixties, man, like I'm the I'm the youngest dude in the group. Hmm. I'm the youngest one in the group. Really? Yeah. I turned 65 after all of them. Hmm. I'm the I'm the youngest one in the group. That's crazy, man. And you know, we got to check on cats, man. And I'm not I'm not saying that would end it, but if you got a It'll friend, help, you gotta though. check on them, man. Just check It'll on them. Yeah,
4: that's
5: right. Uh, that that's was right. such a sad story, man. Because, you know, you you look at people and you think, "Wow, well, what could be wrong?" Cause they're gorgeous or something like that. Yeah, you never know what's going on. That's not nothing to do with mind. it, man. That's sad, but it's nothing to do with it. I wish that was it. I wish you know what? I've seen very very wealthy people commit suicide. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. think, man, money, money, money fix everything? No, it don't. It don't. Yeah. Very much and so. Right. Sad, sad story. You know, people uh, have been calling me to get my thoughts and comments on it, but I just said, you know, I give my thoughts and comments on my radio show, and I don't like trying to be the first one when mm-hmm. something tragic strikes. You know, and, uh you know, they got pictures of me and her on stage, and they wanted to. A guy called me, wanted to do an interview, and all like that. No, man, this is this just happened. She got a mother. Mm-hmm. They they family got to deal with some stuff. Yeah, so, I'm not finna be the spokesperson. Jump out front like I got the yeah yeah. Ask Steve. Scoop. Yeah, dog. Mm-hmm. This ain't funny. the just ain't Ask Steve or the Judge Show. Yeah, this yeah. different. And so, yeah. just, um, just pray what, for the... R.I.P. Go ahead,
8: Tom. Seriously. What makes that? What, what is it inside that makes you snap and it just and just end it all? I'm I'm just. I don't
5: I don't know you, the answer I mean, yeah, to that.
7: Can you say? I don't know the you answer to that. never know. Oh, never know.
5: But I just pray. You've got to remember that the devil has one mission, and that's to rob you of your destiny. And kid. he's a con artist. And if he can get you to think that it is hopeless, that that you have to escape, if you if the devil can get in there, man and plant that seed and, and, and let it take root, you, you have a problem. Yeah. You have a problem. I just pray that other uh, people in my life uh, find the, the strength to just always know that this too shall pass. And to get some help. And, and to get some help. And therapy yeah. is real, man. Mm-hmm. And therapy mm-hmm. is really, really real. Yeah. It works for a, a lot, lot of people.
7: <laughs> yeah. Seriously. All right. All right, coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening Steve to the Steve, Steve Harvey, Harvey Morning Show. Well, it appears that Nick Cannon is expecting his eighth child, and it's a boy. Uh, Nick hosted a gender reveal party with mommy-to-be uh, Bree Teezy, uh, who just, happened, just so happens to be Johnny Mansell's ex-wife. Uh, the gender reveal party took place in Malibu, Malibu Johnny California. Manziel,
5: the yeah, football player.
7: Um, that's that's the only one I know. Yeah, and football. Texas a and uh-huh. a-
4: Johnny uh-huh. Manziel. Yeah. hmm
5: mm.
7: This is her first child. It will be Nick's eighth child. It uh, took place in Malibu this past Saturday. Nick has ten-year-old twins with Mariah Carey. Uh, um, their names are Monroe and Moroccan. He has a four-year-old son, Golden. Uh, and a one-year-old daughter called Powerful Queen uh, with another ex. He also welcomed six-month-old twins Zion and Zillier with um, another woman, Abby D. La Rosa. That was back in June of last year. And remember, in uh, last December, he lost his seventh child then to brain cancer. So he's expecting child number eight.
8: I got three kids. That's enough for me. Nick is listening.
1: Just just call me, cause
5: I want to know well, what line me, you using. Well, mm-hmm. let me let me let me give you some help when you get this advice, whatever whatever he wants to share with you, that's on him. Let me talk We're to just you about
4: last week.
5: Steve. Yeah, I was just on the show. We had a mm-hmm. good time. Let me just say this to you, Junior. Huh? There is something called child support. Yes. And you're not gonna <laughs> believe the chunks of money. They finna be clipping off your ass. You think, you think <laughs> you was mad at your family members. <laughs> Boy, when the court. <laughs> well, let me tell you something,
8: Judy. Woo! Yes! But eight. <sighs> I didn't even
1: think about that,
8: huh? Oh, well, you need to get to
5: thinking. Oh, you sure needs to get to thinking. <laughs> I don't know how you didn't. <laughs> I
1: just, I just want to know. Oh, my God, I'm stupid. I'm stupid for real. Yeah. I don't even think about child support. Oh, you can get
5: all these women. You can have all the babies you want. Oh, you can get some chicks. You ain't even got to have a good line, Junior. Just go down there and tell. Just, oh, brother, I can get you started if that's what you want. <laughs> you ain't got to talk to Nick. I'm right here. I can get you started if that's what you want. But let me tell you what, come with it. I messed around. I got seven kids. All my seven kids was out of marriage. I've been married since I was 24 years old. I've never had a child out of wedlock. All the kids I had was due to marriage. (laughs) And I didn't have none of my kids on purpose. Not one.
7: (laughs) (laughs) That's what you really Surprising. want. Ah,
4: yeah.
7: <laughs> All right, so congratulations once again to Nick Cannon. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, uh, we're going to talk about hmm, holding grudges and letting stuff go. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here's a question How long does it take you to get over a disagreement? For example, There was the notorious 2018 clash between Cardi B and Nicki Minaj that ended in a tussle. We all remember this, a tussle at New York Fashion Week party, and Cardi threw her shoe at Nicki. One month later, the ladies called a truce on social media when Nicki tweeted, let's focus on positive things only from here on out. Cardi responded on Instagram with the caption, all right then, let's keep it positive and keep it pushing. So here's the question. Do any of you have a problem admitting you're wrong or calling a truth, or do you hold a grudge for a grudge forever? I think we all know.
5: Who you who you want to address show. this to? Uh, Shirley, specifically. <laughs> who
7: should answer this? Who who, who should answer okay, cool. this question? Uh-huh. I'm, gonna
5: step, I'm gonna step to the side. Jimmy uh-huh. get out the way.
7: Yeah. Come
1: on. We know it is. This
7: what is this thing on Tommy. What Tommy? is the
5: question? <laughs> See
7: right this, there.
8: <laughs> this is.
7: Do you have a problem admitting you're wrong or calling a truth? And do you? Oh, if I'm wrong, I'll admit it.
8: it. I got no problem admitting if I'm wrong, at all. Wrong.
7: <laughs> what about? Uh, well, hold up, hold up, hold up. Nah, no, no, you, you ain't. Know, you don't see me not
8: say I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I ain't. Yeah, I ain't right, 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 trick. right, 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 right.
5: That that's not his problem. Uh, Is we we got to get him round to the I'm wrong. Uh huh. Oh, but now, know. when you're right, though, Tommy. When you're 100% right, and I've seen you right on several occasions. Now, pose the question to him now when he's right, sure.
7: How long do you hold a grudge? Do mm, you geez. hold a grudge forever? Oh. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> it's yes or no. <laughs>
4: um.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I like that one right there. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I like that <him> one right there.
7: <laughs> I for him, are you are you mad at someone right now, and for how long have you been mad?
8: At Hell yeah. Uh-huh. I ain't mad at nobody. I, I ain't mad kid. at nobody. But I but I will get you up out of my life though. I will do that. Cancel. I will get you up out of my culture, life. Didn't you? Man. Well, can I say this
5: about it? Uh-huh. I'm not really mad at anybody right now in my life, mm-hmm. but i tell you right now, is three people mm-hmm. can't walk up on me. Mm. And the conversation can't be nothing but, hello, master, how are you? Anything else, it's, it's, <laughs> it, that would that, they would have master. to open the conversation with, hello, master, how <laughs> are you? And yeah. seeing as I know they ain't finna open it with that, it's <laughs> on a crackin', on sight. <laughs> Oh, oh and, and dog, you ain't got but one more wrong thing to say to me or about me. There are three people in this world.
7: So we, now we see where four, you get it from. Four,
6: four, oh, four.
7: It's four now?
5: People. It's gone up to four. It's four. I just that. So, Tommy, you're not mm. mad
7: at anyone? Mm-mm.
4: No, you're not I'm holding good. a grudge
7: right now? No. Uh-uh.
8: Good.
7: So you've got, changed. Uh, yeah. Sure,
8: i just quit fooling with people that's a, that's me just just quit fooling yeah. with them.
7: cancel
8: um, yeah just speak to him when you see him but just quit fooling with them. what yeah. about you Junior?
6: Is it?
1: there's there's one person i'm looking for in life and i know when i see him what's gonna happen but his name is Carl when i see him <laughs> <laughs> You Tell put you his name right out now, there. when I see Carl hey, no. yeah, unc, I don't care if he did know because you know <laughs> he told me I wasn't gonna be nothing anyway. But when I see yeah. Carl <laughs> I'm telling you right there, he's a tooth now. I'm gonna widen that gap. When I, <laughs> <Yeah>. I <laughs> come on, I just want him to know, Carl, I said your name. Everybody know I'm looking for you. When I see you,
5: understand
1: right yeah. now, you're missing the tooth front, but I'm gonna take them insides out too.
5: Now That's they know you exactly know. who you're talking about, because even yeah. if they didn't know his name, they know the yeah. two they, they know, know the two team. Team.
1: <laughs> They know. Wait till I see Carl. You no, know, I'm just telling you, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, I'm letting <laughs> you know I'm looking for your ass. But I see you. You're the only one I got a problem with.
5: Boy, I sure <laughs> Mister days of not having nothing to lose.
1: Man. Oh, oh yeah. Now
4: you Before social everything. media. Man. <laughs> Man. <Indeed>. Yeah. <laughs> All
7: right. I ain't well, got nothing now. Hell. Hell. <laughs> Coming up next, it is the nephew who is the kindler gentler nephew now uh, with the prank phone call right after this. I, I ain't playing <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is, how far is too far with my man? All right, mm. we'll get into that in just a bit because right now the nephew is here. With today's prank phone call, what you got for us,
8: Nath? Well, let's see how far I can go. Oh, we know. (laughs) Exotic delivery. Exotic delivery. All right, cat dog, let's see how far the nephew can go. If you would. Hello? Hello, I am trying to reach uh, Adrian. Adrian uh yeah this is
13: this is he how how can I help you
8: How you doing my name is uh my name is Rashad I'm with uh GPT and we um have a delivery for you. I'm gonna be arriving probably in the next uh I guess about the next ninety minutes are you are you actually at the house sir um
13: no i'm 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 not at home right now but I mean you can just go ahead and leave whatever it is my my wife and you know kids can probably get it when they're home from school you know
8: so let me make sure I got the address right are you thirty eight <laughs> North River Drive? yeah yeah that's my address okay so is anyone there right now at all uh no, nobody
13: is home right now i I don't understand why you can't just just leave the package there for us.
8: No, well please. this has to be this has to be signed, and I have you on here as the handler for this delivery, so I definitely gotta get I quite a few signatures from you. I got about five or six pieces of paper uh sheets uh, that you need is, to sign off on are you is your okay. what time does your wife get there sir?
13: Show me that later. What do, you, what do you? What do you mean? I'm, I'm a handler. I'm handling what? What are you? What are you delivering?
8: This is GPT, sir. This is Global Pet Transport. We have two peacocks, we have a seal, and we have a baby kangaroo that we're dropping off today. Okay, this has got. To
13: be, this has got to be some kind of mistake, right? I we have a dog. That's it. We don't. We don't. We're not an animal sanctuary here. I don't. I don't understand what what you're talking about. We didn't
8: a, a kangaroo, a seal. I mean, you're what? you're 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 Adrian. Correct? Yeah,
13: that's my name, man. But
8: okay, and you're 38 you're North River Drive.
13: Listen, listen. Yes, that is
8: accurate. But again, I, I'm not a handler. I'm not handling things. Okay. Okay, so sir. I, let, me, let me. If there is some confusion, you, your name is here. Your address is here. So I don't see where I have a problem. everything I'm asking you, you're saying is correct, except now you're saying you don't want your delivery.
13: Delivery man, this is, this is, that's what I'm trying to tell you. This is not. I didn't order a kangaroo. I didn't order these
8: things. Okay. A kangaroo, a seal, and two peacocks.
13: Doesn't even make sense, man. Two peacocks. Whose order is this? This is not my order, man. You got my name. Okay. So here's okay. So
8: here's here's what we need to do. You, will your wife be here? be at the house within the next ninety uh, minutes. She,
13: she 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 might be, but
8: you know what? What are you saying? What I'm gonna do is leave them here. Leave them at your at your place. And you can call the company that shipped them, and you can figure out oh, what went wrong oh, or whatnot, oh, but it is my oh, d*** on, man. to leave these oh, animals there. What? What? what is your, what's your name, brother? What's your name, brother? My name is Rashad. Rashad, let me tell you something right
13: now, okay? You're not about to leave no animals at my house, okay? You're not leaving no peacocks. You're not leaving no f***ing kangaroos. You're not leaving no f***ing seals, okay? We're not having a f***ing petting zoo at my house. When I get to my house, Rashad, ain't no f***ing animals going to be there, okay? Okay, you know what? Hold on a second. Okay, let, let me let me get my wife on the phone here. All right, let me let me call my wife. Well, Let's
8: hang on, hang on, call, sir. Okay? I don't. I listen, sir. I don't have time for you to reach out to your wife for you to try to figure out what you're gonna do about your kangaroo, your peacocks, your seal. I'm you know, I got to make this drop. I got to keep moving. I have other animals on the truck. I don't give a f- about your other animals. Okay, I'm gonna call my wife. I'm gonna see if she maybe ordered the damn kangaroo
13: or seal. Okay, because I know I didn't order. Sh- all right, we gonna okay.
8: figure this out, okay? And she's not gonna. Okay, f- hey, sir. Listen to in. me. Listen to me, sir. You can figure this out when you get home. Right now, I'm I'm now about an hour out. I'm gonna drop the animals, okay? You ain't if there's drop something, this shit, Sir, if, if 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 it's not yours, somebody'll come back tomorrow and pick them up. What the f- you mean somebody gonna come back and pick
13: them up tomorrow? I'm not gonna have no feel in my house overnight. Who the f- you think I am, huh? I ain't Mary Poppins, man! I ain't out here doing nothing with these f***ing animals like this. You, you're crazy, Rashad. Please,
8: if there's a f-ing okay. animal at my house when I arrive, so help me, God. So, so, so help you, God. What? You gonna have to, the the animals gonna be there when you get there, man? You're not finna. You you slowing up my whole delivery uh route today. Okay, you, I ain't got time for this.
13: I ain't got time for this sh- either, man. I'm not f***ing Noah.
8: I'm but why you order? Why you order a kangaroo if you don't want it now? If I didn't order the f-ing kangaroo, that's why I don't want the. F-ing.
13: Kangaroo, because I didn't order the kangaroo. Why not right? be telling me what the I ordered and or what the I want? Okay, this is the worst customer service in the f-ing world. i do not even have a f-ing customer of yours. You trying to tell me that I got a f-ing kangaroo, a peacock, and peacocks? Plural, you have two, two
8: peacocks. You have two and, peacocks, you know,
13: sir. This doesn't even make any f-ing sense, man. What the am I going to do with those animals? Huh? those animals? Don't I, well, I don't know what go you're going
8: to gonna them, do with them, but you're going to sign. You're going to sign this paperwork, though. That's what you're going to do.
13: Are you out your
4: I'm
13: signing that paperwork.
8: Hey man, I, mean, I don't, I, don't want to whoop your ass at your house in front of your wife and kids behind some damn animals, I don't, I but you're going to right sign right? my I paperwork. I wish
13: you would, I wish you would try to whoop my ass. I'm about to show my kids what it looks like when a motherfucker a- show up and talks real reckless, okay, you showing up here with a damn caravan of animals, like I'm in the f- this ridiculous, okay, huh, no, f*** out my face, man, this is ridiculous.
8: It's, it's, There's only one thing I I really just... I, only one last thing I need to tell you, to be honest Wait, with you. Wh- what is that? The only thing I can tell you now, Adrian, is that I am nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Bridget, got me to prank phone call you. Oh,
13: man. You got to be f***ing kidding me. <laughs> oh,
8: man. Woo! Wow. Oh, <laughs> This is... <laughs> you don't want the delivery, man? You don't man, want... Whatever. I don't want the
13: kangaroo, man. I don't what is a kangaroo. Who orders those <laughs> animals together, man? You got to be high up your mind to order those damn animals together. <laughs> All
8: right, baby. Give it to me. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? Let me hear it, Adrian. It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. Yay! proud of yourself,
13: Tommy. This
5: was the part, well, made me laugh, was when you turned it and said, Man, I don't want to have to come over there and whoop your ass in front of your wife and kids about these animals. I said, wait a minute, man, hold up. Wait a minute, hold up. You gonna beat my ass and then drop these animals off? What?
1: What?
8: A giraffe, a seal,
1: and like two peacocks. He said, I'm going to show you when somebody show up at the house. I'm going to show my kids. Uh-uh.
8: <laughs> Tommy, a kangaroo,
5: two peacocks, and a seal. And, and a seal. A seal. <laughs> and, wow. what? Uh, hey, man, was he at work trying to talk quiet? Because he was. That's what, yeah, that's what you got to do. You kind of call me about no. Because, man, I'd have had to go outside.
4: <laughs> <The wild.
8: laughs> Don't none of them go together. At all. do none of them go together. Yeah. <laughs> A seal.
7: <laughs> A seal, right. Wow. The
5: oh, peacocks man. is crazy. I've been around wild peacocks before. What, what but that seal, though?
1: Yeah.
5: I mean, you know, at least they, they birds. They stay outside. They'll walk around. They'll try to get used to their surroundings right quick. But that damn seal, though. (laughs)
4: That seal rough, though?
5: Clearly, I ain't got nothing for him. We got water. No water. It ain't cold out of here. What's happening?
8: (laughs) Because you heard the word exotic and you thought something else.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Exotic delivery.
8: (laughs) You heard the word exotic. February 10, 11, 12. 10, 11, 12. Huntsville, Alabama. Stand up live comedy club. The nephew is coming to town. The Hunts. Alabama tickets on sale right now stupid is on the way baby baby
7: alright thank you nephew coming up next strawberry letter subject how far is too far with my man we'll get into it right after this you're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show
11: witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
12: Hi, I'm Ruby, the remote receptionist who makes small businesses feel like giants. We answer all your calls live from right here in the U.S. We take messages, answer questions, route calls, and more 24-7. We do everything an in-house receptionist does, only better, because we specialize in turning every ring into a relationship. Experience Ruby for yourself and see why thousands of businesses trust us to represent them over the phone. Visit ruby.com, or better yet, call us at 844-900-R-U-B-Y. Grow your business with ruby
7: all right it is time for today's strawberry letter and if you need advice on relationships work sex parenting and more please submit your strawberry letter to steve and click submit strawberry letter you never know we could be reading your letter live on the air just like we're gonna read this one right here right now and you never know it could be yours could be
8: yours it could be yours Mm -hmm. buckle up and hold on tight we got it for you here it is strawberry letter
7: Subject, how far is too far with my man? Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I have been together for two years and we've been married for six months. I'm 28 and he's three years younger than I am. I have a seven year old son from a previous relationship and my husband loves him to death. I started having sex when I was in middle school and by the time I was a senior in high school, I was running with a crew of girls and working as an escort for older men. I loved sex and couldn't get enough of it. I'm way more advanced sexually than my husband because of past encounters with older men. After I had my son, I stopped partying and tried to make things work with my son's father. He soon found out about my reputation and he dumped me. I joined a church and I guess you could say I got saved. I met my new husband at church and I played the wholesome role the whole time we dated and I even ast- uh, abstained from having sex with him until we got married. My problem is there's no way for me to suppress the fire that's deep inside my soul. Mm. I love sex and everything about it. I've tried to ease my husband into my world gradually and he says each time we make love, it gets better and better. I was honest about my past. Well, not totally honest about the number of men I've been with or about my bad reputation. I told him I learned a lot from an older man I was dating. He says he loves the kinky things I do to him, but the other night he got offended and asked me to stop doing what I was doing. This is a problem for me because I need him to match my freakiness in the bedroom and he's reluctant to go all in with me. How far is too far with my new husband? Please advise. Mm. Well, too far with the other person uh, is whatever they say is too far, okay? If your husband is uncomfortable and turned off, it's time to stop. I mean, you're too much for him right now. And whatever freaky, offensive thing you did for him, to him, he is not feeling it at all you don't have to do or you don't have to show him everything you've ever done in the bedroom we get it you love sex we get it we get it you guys can still have fun enjoy each other but you've got so much experience in him, like you said. Uh, so don't expect that he's ever going to match your freakiness. That that may never happen. Um, I say take it slow. You got to really take it slow with your husband. I mean, I know you said, you know, every time you guys make love, it gets better and better. But whatever you did, he didn't like. He he didn't like that at all. Uh, I I don't think you need to do everything or show him everything or tell him how many men you've been with in the past and all that. You don't have to do that. Uh, you have plenty of time, you know, in this marriage you guys are so young, to swing from the chandeliers later, but um, what, stop doing what you're doing, because it, it's turning your man off, and that's going to be a problem in your marriage, if you don't. Steve?
5: I don't know how to answer this letter, <laughs> because <laughs> you know she did. I have some questions about what she's doing and what she's done And then I think I have a solution. I'm not really sure how to do this letter. Um, I can't solve your problem. Let me just start by telling you that. I've read the letter. I've heard Shirley's response. I don't really have anything for you except one thing. And I'll probably wait to the second half of this letter to give it to you. But just let me tell you something. Your past has caught up with you. You've been having sex since you was in middle school. Now, you got a three-year-old son by your former guy that you were dating. When he found out about your past, he dumped you. You got a seven-year-old son that you had from uh, your relationship with a man before. And after he found out about your reputation and everything, he dumped you. Uh, You tried to make it work. You stopped partying and stuff. But once he found out about your reputation, he dumped you. Then you joined the church, and I guess you could say I got saved. Well, see, that's a little shaky thing to say. I guess you could say I got saved. No, you have to tell us if you got saved or not. If you're not saved, it's no problem. Most people aren't. That's not a problem. You could still be okay. But um, you you have to tell us that. Not I know we ain't got to guess you saved or nothing. Then you met your new husband at church, and you played the wholesome role the whole time you dated. And you even sustained from having sex with him until we got married. I don't know how he married you, but I don't know what y'all did, but somehow. Anyway, my problem is there's no way for me to suppress the fire that's deep in my soul. I love sex and everything about it, you know. And then you said, uh, I've tried to ease my husband into my world gradually. And he says, each time we make love, it gets better. <sighs> I don't know what to do. It's I think you, you got to stop easing him into it. You're just gonna have to go for it. But you got him problem because you're not you. You've been honest about your past, but not totally honest about the number of men I've been with or about my bad reputation. I don't think you need to bring that up. Leave that in your past, young lady. I told him I've learned a lot from an older man I was dating, and he says he loves the kinky things I do to him. But the other night. Here we go with the whole letter. He got offended and asked me to stop doing what I was doing. That's the part of this letter we got to get to. And this is the problem with me because I need him to match my freakiness in the bedroom. And he's reluctant to go all in with me. How far is too far with my new husband? Please advise. When I come back, I will (laughs) give you a list of things that I think is too far.
7: Okay, all right. That's all I can help you with. I don't know
5: what you're doing, but (laughs) when we come back, I do know what too far is. Yeah, -hmm.
7: Yeah. it's whatever you say it is. All right, part two of Steve's response is coming up at 23 minutes after. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, how far is too far with my man? We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Uh, This is a freaky one right here. The subject is, how far is too far with my man?
5: Well, this girl who's 28 and has got this man that's three years younger. She's got a seven-year-old son from a previous relationship. And and the husband loves the little boy. Uh, She admitted that she started having sex when she was in middle school and started running with a crew of girls by the time she was in high school there was an escort for older men. She said, I love sex and I couldn't get enough of it. I'm way more advanced sexually than my husband because of my past encounters with older men. Lord have mercy, this story's getting more troublesome. Uh, then after she had her son, she stopped partying and tried to make things work with your son's father. He soon found out about your reputation, he cut you loose. So after that, she joined the church and say she got saved and she met a new husband at the church and played the wholesome role the whole time and they dated and even abstained from having sex with him until we got married. Well, you did something to make him want to marry you, so probably didn't go all the way, but you learned enough stuff to where he wanted to marry you. Congratulations. Mm. Problem is, there's no way for me to suppress the fire that's deep in my soul. This woman loves sex so much, and she's tried to ease her husband into my world. Sometimes you need to leave your worlds behind, but no, you want to drag him into it. He says, each time we make love, it gets better and better. See, now you done eased him into it now. But then you said you were honest about your past, not totally honest with the number of men you've been with. Don't ever tell him that. And don't tell him about your bad reputation. Don't tell him that. Uh, I told him I learned a lot from an older man I was dating, and he says he loves the kinky things I do to him. Here's what this letter is about. But the other night, he got offended and asked me to stop doing what I was doing. This is a problem for me because I need him to match my freakiness, which may not be possible. (laughs) You've been with men since middle school, this boy right now is three years younger than you. You 28, he 25. You're taking him too fast. He asked you the other night to stop doing something that you was doing. you That's a problem for you because you need him to match your freakiness in the bedroom, and he's reluctant to go all in with me. How far is too far with my new husband? Please advise. This is all Uncle Steve got for you. I'm going to give you a short list of things that we probably don't like. Too far for you. That's too far. Leave them tools in the (laughs) toolbox. Don't go outside in the garage coming in here with nothing. (laughs) Don't don't do that. That little red box, leave that thing (laughs) shut. That's probably going to be too far. You know, uh, there's other things I need to know. Uh need to know this right here. None of my openings okay. is to be opened. Hello. <laughs> that I again. just need you to know that. None of my openings <laughs> yeah. needs to be <laughs> opened. Don't do that too far. <laughs> Too no, far. Too far, I'm it's just going. Radio. I'm just telling you what we don't need. I just, you know, I, here's something else. Stop asking me. No, I cannot lick my own toes. I can't do that no more. I'm too 65. Too if too I far. could be in my foot up that far, it'd be a miracle. No, nah, I can't do that. Quit asking me. i tell you something else is too far. No, I don't want to be choked. Quit asking me. Don't ask me to be choked and stop asking me to choke you. I don't like your eyes bugging out your head like that. It scares me. I don't like that. Stop talking to me about getting choked. Please cut your damn fingernails. This is too much. That's something else Bob. I'm going to tell you something else I don't like. I don't like whip marks. Stop (laughs) doing that to me. I do not like whip marks. Come on now. I've been in here with you, but you're going too damn far now. All this here. This is not fun. I don't like that. Stop. That hurts. I want you to stop what you're doing. Another thing right here. Your tongue is too damn long. I I don't know (laughs) when I was going to take me how long to say this to you. But your tongue is too... Yes, it is. (laughs) Now, this goes back to some things I said earlier. But your tongue is too damn long. And now I can't walk in your stilettos. Stop (laughs) strapping them on my feet. I broke two pair of heels. Stop asking me that. I am going to tell you that. I, listen to me. I, I'm just going to tell you this. Listen to me, baby. Not, you're going too far. My fist is just for fighting. That's all it's for.
4: <laughs>
5: my fist, my okay. fist is just for fighting. Okay. When, I, when I ball these things up and I throw these hands, these is just for fighting. We get it. You know. And I, one, one last thing before you go. Come on. Damn it! Quit biting me everywhere. I don't like all
7: that. Too far. Not everywhere. All right, you can leave us your comments on today's crazy letter on Instagram and Facebook at Steve Harvey FM. That's what's too far. (laughs) Check the letter was too far. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up next, it is Sports Talk with Junior. Right after this,
6: you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, guys, and it's time now for Sports
1: Talk with Junior. What you got, Junior? Oh, Shirley, over the weekend. Unc, Tommy, I <laughs> to tell you right now, two quarterbacks retired from the NFL. Let me tell yeah. you, Tom Brady hang it up, man. 22 seasons, seven Super Bowls. I'm glad in Houston we are rejoicing because the reason why we couldn't win because Tom Brady sent us home every single year. We've never beat him in the playoff. We're so glad his ass hung up. I'm not even – I'm rejoicing. You, wait a minute.
5: Hold on, hold on, hold on. You trying to blame what's happened <laughs> to the Texans? Yes. Yes. On Tom yes. Brady? Yes.
1: Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> that's <laughs> why.
4: <laughs>
5: yeah. What was the Texans football record this year? Let's not talk about it. We're not talking right. about just, that.
1: we just talking about in the no, past. No, no. no. I'm, not I'm talking sub. about Junior. Yeah. What it, was
5: their record this year right here? Just tell Ooh, it to me. We were 4-13. 4-13. How yeah, many four. times did they play Tampa Bay?
1: Oh, we we didn't play this season. I'm talking about in the past. Like, we Whoa!
5: Oh, oh! 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 Y'all didn't play Tom Brady this season. No, no. And y'all was four and thirteen. Yeah. Well, good thing y'all didn't play his ass
1: this year. <laughs> Let me just say this uh, at the same you know, time. Yeah, go ahead. Though. Ben Roethlisberger also retired. huh? He done hugged it up, and I know you don't feel nothing. You don't care nothing about Ben Roethlisberger hanging, uh, hanging his cleats you up. Know, you know, man, care. he
5: had a great career, but he was with Pittsburgh. I hate everything about Pittsburgh except Mean Joe Green mm. uh-huh. and Jack Lambert, uh-huh. Leon Swan and Mike Tomlin. Okay. And the Just ex-
1: Explain this Bettis. to me. Yeah. About this whole rivalry y'all be having. Mm-hmm. But see, Cleveland, when they heard the news, Ben Roethlisberger was, was hanging up his cleats, they put this in the newspaper. This was the headline. Long time Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger, retires winless against the Browns in the playoffs. <laughs> mm. That was the headline.
5: See, we gonna <laughs> say goodbye.
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: The great quarterback, all this here, winless against the Cleveland Browns in the playoffs. (laughs) Winless. Now, bye. Appreciate you having a nice-ass career, but you remember last year, though, don't you? Because we damn sure don't do. Mm With your monkey ass.
1: (laughs) That's how y'all sit the quarterback. Bitter much?
5: Hey, listen to me, man. We Cleveland people. Yeah. Got no yeah. time. We don't do political correctness. We damn sure not finna do sportsmanship. <laughs> for what? Got no time for that, man. We ain't won since 1964. Yeah. What the hell is we finna be <laughs> sportsmen about?
1: Don't care man right. about
7: being no. Nah. All right, Junior, thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about closure and why some men and women leave relationships without an explanation. All right? You don't want to miss that right after this. You're listening (laughs) to Steve Harvey.
11: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
12: The labor shortage is impacting every industry, and that's leading to missed calls, long wait times, bad customer experiences, and missed opportunities for your business. We're Ruby, the live virtual receptionist company, and we're your smart solution to the shortage. We answer all your calls and chats, take messages, and transfer calls 24-7. We're just like an in-house receptionist, only better. Visit ruby.com, or better yet, call us at 844-900-R-U-B-Y. Grow your business with. Ruby
7: morning show. All right. So Steve, I I saw this video uh, on social media, media recently of a man who was honest about why he ditched women Um, without any explanation, any closure. I know you say men don't do closure, but he said that the woman he ghosted was either too much for him at the time. And, and that meant to him that he didn't measure up to her. So he was trying to explain and put a button on why, you know, he did what he did in the past, or was he was he looking for the, past of, uh, the path of least, least resistance here?
5: No, I think but women have to understand problem. something, you know, like I've always told them. I've said, you know, a lot of times when a man break up with you, a woman immediately goes, to go, what's wrong with me? That's not always the case. As a matter of fact, the majority of cases is not anything to do with you. It's something wrong with the man. It's just that this brother online admitted that it was him, that he couldn't measure up, that he wasn't ready, that he wasn't the man for the job. And that oftentimes is the case. And the reason men don't give you closure is because most men are not going to admit that. Ain't no, don't no man want to come to you and go, you know, look, I just, I just ain't man enough. You you too much. Some men will do it, but a lot of men have broken up with women and just went, hey, look, it ain't you, it's me. And then that's it. Yeah, and what does that mean?
7: Yeah. But it
5: that- means what this brother was saying. Mm-hmm. You were too much for me. You had some requirements I couldn't live up to. Uh, your your standards were too high. I'm not enough man for the woman you are. I can't fill the job application requirements out. I, matter. I'm not ready for that. I want a woman who's less than you. I need somebody who's just less cuz you just too much. Now, and then they go on and they find women who are less and try to have relationship with them. And women get mad cuz how can he just move on and start another relationship? Maybe he found less. Yeah. Or
7: what, Maybe what did he I do? What did I do? What, you know, what's wrong with me? Stop blaming yourself. What's wrong with
5: me? Stop you know? blaming yourself. It's and
8: it's please not don't you. <laughs> cuz a lot of women do that. It some men don't care about closure you know just, they just move on and, and let you figure it out on your own
5: and that's usually the case because I, I wrote a chapter men don't do closure because normally we don't and Tommy's exactly right the majority of the time we just walk yeah. we don't owe you, you nothing you work through it out, it out. Mm-hmm. and and, and it ain't most a lot of men ain't gonna admit to their shortcomings and then men we don't feel like it's our obligation I mean in, in truth what happened to us was we didn't work mm-hmm. Now we ain't got the good seat. Now standing here and calling you back to explain why, you know what that's gonna lead into? Yeah, <laughs> God, that's moment that, now. So, we so not what, to have that conversation.
7: At, at that moment when you decide not to do closure and move on, what is going through your mind? What's going through the mind, mind of a man? <laughs> what's next? It's over. Well, who 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 who, <laughs> who, next? Who, yeah. who behind you? That's what I'm looking
5: for. Yeah, it's over.
7: So there's no guilt. There's no remorse
5: no well I got well I got to be we getting out of something that ain't working for me and you I'm doing you a favor. I'm getting out of here now because this ain't working. You may think it's working, but all this arguing and all this what I ain't, what you don't do and where was you and all this here. No, 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 no. So you ain't got to question me no more and I ain't got to answer the question. I'm out. Right. I'm out. How about that?
7: Yeah, that's it. Now,
4: Free
5: yourself you from having to wonder where I'm at anymore.
1: Good <laughs> luck. Take good it off your plate.
5: <laughs> and that's really how a man looks at it. And that's a clean way to get out. Because if it's over, it's over. The why, the how come, what happened, why not. We ain't got we don't really look, it's over. No matter what I say, you're not gonna like the answer. Mm-hmm. So how about just no answer? And that's usually how men look at that too.
1: Don't we already know why we leaving?
7: Yeah, of course
1: we know. Uh-
7: Okay, let me ask you this: Did you know when you met the woman? Did you know already know that she was too much for you, or she was above your pay grade, or you know, out well, of your league? Sometimes the
8: signs don't show up till later. Yeah, yeah. and awesome. then,
5: and then you got to understand, y'all find this clouds I <laughs> Right,
7: say that. All right. <laughs> was, I, wow, I, this I is this. good. This is good, guys. This. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, before we left, we were talking about men and um, they don't do closure, they just move on. And a lot of times it is them, or most times it is them and not the woman. Did you want to add anything to that? You were saying you already knew when you met the woman, perhaps, that it was too much for you.
5: When we meet a woman... I don't want to say game because every man that meets you is not playing a game, but game on. We now have to see what it's going to take to win you over. Now, if it's a lot, we'll pretend to have a lot, but we can't sustain the pretense, the pretension. We just can't sustain it. And, you know, like, oh, yeah, 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 I got myself together. I'm holding, I'm strong, I'm dedicated, I'm working. And then when she keeps that pressure up, this is what I'm looking for. This is what, when did you, are you still looking for a job? Did you still, how's, how's the job hunt going? How's the business going? And they're going, cause they're going, cause women going to ask you because women want to feel safe. Yeah. And that's an important thing for a woman. She wants to feel safe. And so in you coming along in her life, where's the security in this relationship? So it's not that she's a gold digger or nothing like that. She just wants to feel safe. Now, we've created the term gold digger to keep you out of our pockets and keep you from talking about our money. And women are stupid for falling into that trap, let me tell you, because you want to feel safe. And so now, once we find out that these safety questions is going to keep coming, we get nervous and we back out. Mm
7: -hmm. Good information, good information. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after. And we'll do a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather? Would you rather wash windows on a skyscraper B or would you rather run with the bulls in Spain? Mm. Huh. B. Still be? B. Yeah, yeah B. I to get with them bulls. <laughs> I'm like,
5: gonna yeah, get with them bulls. Huh? Like I'm gonna yeah. get uh, I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get over a wall or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna push some people in front of me. I can get I can get this bull off my ass.
1: Tri- trip <laughs> some people up. Huh? trip them. Right. No. Yeah.
4: <laughs> no, damn way. sure can't
5: be. Oh no, no, I've seen that. There ain't no way in the hell. It's nowhere in the hell. First of all, I'm not gonna be able to wash your window.
1: you up there already.
5: Both my hands is attached to this rope and this <laughs> safety device, so, so we're not watch well I'm not watching you window no damn. Right. <laughs>
4: and you're if you look around.
5: outside, all you're gonna see is this scared ass dude <laughs> oh, oh, I'm kicking, I won't in I wanna in man
8: open the window Not watch the window. Gonna- I'ma pee on your window. I'm telling no, you, that's yeah. all
5: we got. We got some other stuff. What are all these stains on my window? You know what they Open, open this window. Yeah. I no. took my hat no. off
8: to them dudes hanging up in that album. man.
5: Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm running with the bulls, man. I'm a fuck You can put me in an all red pajama set.
4: <laughs>
5: yeah, make sure they see me. I'm running yeah. with the damn bulls, man.
7: <laughs> All right. Here we go. Would you rather uh have a full time butler for life or one hall pass a
1: month for life?
5: I already know I ain't gonna I get that. Gonna I'm have saying, to no.
1: hate this butler. That's what I'm gonna have to do. <laughs> for life. I'm not finna sit up here and confess to wanting a hall pass. I ain't stupid. <laughs> <laughs> to get me on this radio show with that have one. Have you learned yeah. nothing
7: on this show, yeah. Junior? Yeah, I've learned <laughs>
5: everything. You learned that. Yeah, I'm going to go with the butler. Yeah. Yeah.
7: <laughs> You're going to have a full-time <laughs> butler for <laughs> life.
5: Okay. She's going to pass up the hall pass?
1: So yeah. You said you yeah. Got yeah. already got one Hold on, on, hold on, hold,
5: hold Let me ask you a question, though. <laughs> Do she know about the hall pass? Huh? Do she, she know, about, about, the know about the hall pass?
7: That's the whole concept of the hall pass.
8: That, yeah, that you get the up. pass. Oh you no,
5: no, pass. I'm not no no hell no hell no I'm not finna hear that
8: every month. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna, it's gonna it's be the me and G 15th. Garvin. That's who it's gonna, it's yeah, gonna be me It's and the
5: fifteenth who you picking now.
4: <laughs> Her <laughs> <Hell laughs> <not. laughs> Uh uh-uh.
7: All right, here's the last mm-hmm. one, last one. Would you guys rather tell the truth for thirty Please. days? B, Tell B, the complete truth, no lies, B, B for 30 days. Or wear a lace front wig for 30 days.
8: B. Where the
1: hell are they? Call it? me Kiara. <laughs> you better call me lace Kiara. What?
8: Be sitting up
5: in here looking like RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm saying yeah. Kiara.
5: Lace front.
7: All um, right, coming up our last break of the day and uh, some closing remarks from the one and Steve only Steve the Steve after right after I'm a
6: straight home
7: yeah. You're listening
6: to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, guys, here we are. Our last break of the day. This is it. <laughs> a good day. A good day. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. What about you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, Judge Steve, hello. Come on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight. Tonight. Tonight again.
5: Appreciate the support and love, everybody yes. watching Judge Steve on ABC, ABC 8 p.m. Eastern. 7 Central or you can stream it live on Hulu TV
7: Steve that show is turning out on Hulu just more than I even thought it would be I mean it's so good it's so compelling it's so funny it has all the elements in it comedy you know I mean it's heartfelt you do good Yeah, it's just a great show it really is I'm so happy for you I'm so happy for you it's We've such a
5: blessing, a man. Lot. Because, yeah. you know, uh, the, what makes this show such a blessing is the behind-the-scenes things. You know, I did a few weeks ago my favorite, a couple weeks ago my favorite closing remarks was to my haters. But, in particular, you know, I've been in television a long time, man. I really have. I've grown a fan base in television that's really. When I look at my career, it's not a lot of people can say they've had the longevity and the success that I have. I'm not the biggest person ever in television, not by a long shot. But when it comes to being able to have a presence on TV and in so many different ways and formats, I've, I've been really blessed, man, and graced by God to probably cover more types of shows than anybody. And one of the blessings behind the judge show was, was the failure of two other shows. And it wasn't that the shows failed. The numbers were good. Little Big Shots was a hit. My talk show was doing well. Nothing was wrong with it. They did they have bad numbers or nothing. Somebody in the higher ups made a decision. And the decision was, not only am I going to cancel this show, I'm gonna get rid of his TV career. That decision was made. Wow! And I got wind about it, and I remember one time, somebody asking me to fly to New York and just have a meeting to talk to them about staying on the air and and saving the show and make some promises, and I wouldn't do it. I I wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And I just stood fast, and the thing I've learned, I was telling the crew earlier, I was listening to uh, something online and I saw some actors gathering. One of them was Jamie Foxx and a couple of other people. And one of them was uh, Tom Hanks. And Tom Hanks said something. The question was something to the effect of if you could tell your 20-year-old self something that you wish you'd known, what would you tell yourself? And Tom Hanks said, this too shall pass. hmm And I sat there and I thought about that, man. Do you know how important of a message that is to get through your head? This too shall pass. No, I mean, man, look, even when you're on top of the mountain, this too shall pass. You ain't gonna stay up there. Even if you got a hit show, it ain't gonna, you can't stay on TV forever. This too shall pass. If you're in the bottom of the valley and you'd have fell so low that it seems hopeless for you, this too shall pass. All of it, the fatigue you feel, this too shall pass. The The lack of understanding you're getting from yourself and people, this too shall pass. So all the moments in my life, Tom Hanks said, this too shall pass, it passes. And when they got rid of those two shows, I was in the process of learning through experience of my life, that everything that happens to me has happened in the order that God wanted to. Whether I agreed with it or not, whether I understood the process or not, I, did, had, I, I finally had came to the realization that everything God allows to happen to me is in preparation for something I asked for. The cancellation of the Steve Talk Show and the cancellation of Little Big Shots all at once And if you look at those numbers, those shows were doing wonderful. That decision came from somebody who was on a mission to get rid of me. That's all it was, pure and simple. And I don't say their names. I ain't got to say nothing. It's cool. You did what you did. But this too shall pass. But little did I know that was all in preparation to clear the pathway for me to accomplish some other things. So little did I know now I had the time to go to Africa and do Family Feud and put on two seasons of the number one show on the continent. Little did I know that I now had a little bit more time to travel the world and increase my global brand and persona. I didn't know that's what God was doing but he was clearing the way for me. And then lastly, next thing you know, an idea that I had created 12 years ago, mentioned it in a pitch meeting, and ABC said, we want that show. I created the show. I own the show. I'm the executive producer of the show. And I'm the star of the show. And that's the new Judge Steve show. And guess what? Had I still been doing what I was doing, I would not be in this position today. This too shall pass. That's the grace of God Almighty. And i am you see me not taking no credit for this? Because
7: I didn't set this one up. He set this one up. See y'all tomorrow. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
0: Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret.